get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. He's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. JR, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Doing well, doing well. How you guys doing? Doing fantastic. So let's start out with the latest with the NHL. What is? What are you hearing? How long is it going to be before we officially know what this upcoming season is going to look like? Well, I think, uh, you know, depending on the negotiations in terms of uh, what they're going to decide on, on the protocols and the divisions, uh, I think that we could be talking about just a few days. I know my colleague at the Athletic Pier, LeBron uh, and Scott Burnside, they've been on top of this. And uh, last week they were saying by the end of this week, we could have a vote for the Board of Governors and then uh, with the uh, players, of course, with the PA. So, uh, nothing that's come out in the last 24 hours that suggests it's imminent, but uh, the timetable uh, that I've I've read with uh, their work and then also uh, making some of my own phone calls, uh, it looks like the end of the week could be a possibility. Okay, with that being said, then, JR, I'm kind of curious, when do you think is the NHL going to kind of expedite everything? Because, of course, they're talking January 13th when it comes to the schedule and looking forward to when the season actually begins and, and what those schedules are going to look like, or are those going to take a little bit of time? No, Alex, I think behind the scenes they've been working uh, diligently on uh, the schedule and, uh, and, and to iron out the kinks. We know that last week there was a little bit of uh, confusion on which division some of these teams might be in. Uh, I reported that uh, the Blues, as of uh, last week, uh, were in the Pacific. At first it looked like Minnesota would be in the Central Division. Now it appears they might go to the Pacific uh, rumblings that Dallas would be the team that would go to the Central. And then in terms of uh, getting the season underway, uh, everything is pointing to training camp starting on January 3rd. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the season starting on January 13th. So could that get pushed back if it takes them a little bit longer to get this uh, ratified? Certainly. Uh, but I think the, the, the details that you're talking about there, I think they've got uh, fairly settled and squared away just as long as they can get this to a vote and get it ratified. So, JR, the, I guess the kind of the last lingering question this offseason for the Blues is what in the world is going on with Vince Dunn? I know we've asked you about this a million different times at this point, but it's December 15th. We're talking about the season potentially starting like a month from now, and he just still hasn't signed his contract. I mean, do, do we have any update on this situation? Is there any reason to believe that there's a signing coming soon? What, what's going on here? Well, I, I certainly think there's a possibility. Look, Vince Dunn is going to see what he's been seeing really for months and see that there's just 
no way out with no leverage to negotiate a better deal with the St. Louis Blues. We've talked about the fact that he's a restricted free agent without arbitration rights. Those arbitration cases uh, were held a, a month or so ago for a lot of players around. Jay, are you there with us, buddy? We'll go ahead, go ahead and get Jr. back on the line here in a second. I, I, I think Vince Dunn is probably the single biggest question that still remains to be answered for the Blues because he's a guy that we all know when right, when healthy, when good to go, he is easily going to be on the top three pairings of the left-sided defensive pairings. He, he's going to be that guy. The question is, is he going to be in camp on time? Is he good with his contract situation? And if not... Are there going to be some young guys that potentially take that spot from Vince Dunn over on that left side? They've got a couple of them. Nico Mikola is one. Uh, Perunovic is another. We'll see if either of them are ready to go. But let's get back to Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider here on 101 ESPN. Jer, we lost you there for a minute, but you were kind of continuing on the contract status with Vince Dunn and how he's going to look around and see that there's really nothing new for him there. Can you continue from there? Yeah, my apologies, guys. And that's the situation with, with Vince Dunn, and it's been that, that way all along. I mean, nothing has changed. This is a player who doesn't have arbitration rights, so really he didn't have any leverage, and it's just the type of year. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, some other players have been through this where uh, you just didn't really have a, a leg to stand on. So uh, the Blues are, you know, really don't have to put any pressure on him. Vince Dunn knows when the season is going to start, and now with uh, the, the possibility of the uh, everything getting ratified uh, this week and uh, training camp announced Vince Dunn is going to want to be here for many of the reasons that uh, Jamie Rivers has touched on. There's a lot of guys who can play that position. Uh, Vince Dunn certainly doesn't want to miss any time. So uh, he's just got a couple weeks, it appears, to get a deal done and, and get himself into camp on time. Yeah, that's where I'm at with this one, Jr. You know, and this is more just my opinion, but you would imagine, and we both know Doug Armstrong, anything that kind of takes this long for a player it kind of starts to hurt the relationship a little bit. And I know Vince Dunn's young and he really has no leverage, but with guys like Mikola and Perunovic on the back end, and of course where you have Gunnarsson and you have this depth at defense, you kind of wonder if you get to the point, and of course whatever happens with Alexander Steen's future, you wonder if they if they move Vince Dunn and stick with some of the guys that they have right now. They certainly could. The only thing is his, his uh, price tag right now is, is just tremendous. Let's just say they get him for uh, 2.2525 million. You know, that's great for what Vince Dunn provides, and that's double-digit goals and some uh, good defense on the third pair. His analytics have been uh, terrific. You know, I'm with you that what happens if he doesn't show up in camp and uh, Scott Perinovich or Nico Mikula take off and play really well? Hey, that can happen. Anything uh, can happen. But I think Vince Dunn uh, knows where his uh, position, his standing is on this team. And once he gets to camp, I'm sure he can uh, regain it. But yeah, you start to put yourself in a, in a difficult situation if you're not here and you're not skating. We all know that, uh, you know, if you, if you miss time, it's not just getting back and taking a couple days and now you're up to speed. Uh, that can take weeks and sometimes even months for players to catch up. We're talking with Jeremy Rutherford here on 101 ESPN. Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. Give him a follow on Twitter at JP Rutherford. All right, JR, I wanted to ask you about this because earlier today I was reading over on ESPN.com. They had a ranking of the NHL's top 25 players in the league under the age of 25. And I was surprised not to see Robert Thomas on this list. There was no Blues players on this list. Of course, Thomas, the most likely of the Blues players, they had 16 forwards in this top 25, and none of them were Robert Thomas. 
Do you feel like he is, uh, are, are we overrating what he is locally? Or do you think that for you, he would probably make a list like this? No, um, and I'd have to see the list in its entirety. Sure. But to me, Robert Thomas would be on a list like that. We have a story up at The Athletic today about you know how we would rebuild, not rebuild, but how would we continue building the Blues and, and moving into the future. And somebody mentioned in the comment section, it looks like Robert Thomas could be a low 1A uh, center. Uh, and, and I think that's a compliment because you're calling Robert Thomas a top-line center but uh, they put the adjective low in there and I understand we don't know what his future is but to me and getting back to your question about what people around the league think about him I don't think they've seen enough of him even though he won a Stanley Cup with the St. Louis Blues even though he's done nothing but win in his career uh, going back to prior prior than the Blues I think it's a situation where he's played third line type role uh, third line minutes I think it's looking forward a situation where Robert Thomas, you give him better line mates. Let's say he's got a healthy Tarasenko uh, and let's say he's uh, matured physically. Craig Berube and Doug Armstrong questioned uh, his uh, fitness uh, up to date and said that he could uh, serve himself well by, by being in, in better condition. So if you have a Robert Thomas who's in real good shape playing with better line mates, I think the sky is the absolute ceiling for this guy. He, he's terrific. We saw uh, glimpses of it last year, and I think it's only going to get better with those two things that I mentioned. Yeah, JR, I want to ask you about that article because I was a little surprised when you go through that. And a lot of the, the analysts on that article talked about how, you know, of course this Blues window still is wide open, but in two to three years, you could be looking at kind of resetting the clock. And I'm wondering, is that more of it? And again, this is down the road. We're, we're kind of looking at this open handed. But is that resetting the clock that's going to be a hard reset? Or is it just a matter of finding a couple of players and transitioning over? Yeah, I don't know about a hard reset because you'll have a guy like Colton Pareko probably signed uh, long term at that point. You'll have a Robert Thomas. Look, if you've got a number one defenseman, and he potentially is that Colton Pareko, and you've got a number one center in Robert Thomas, and let's say you know Bennington is, is still your goalie, uh, you got to like Tory Krug and some of these uh, other guys still at that point in their career, 32 years old, they're still going to be good players. But I think the Blues will be going through some sort of a transition. You'll have uh, the end of the contracts for O'Reilly and Tarasenko. Nobody knows which direction you'll go at that point. But the key here is you'll still have Shen. Krug and Justin Falk in three years, you'll still have four years left on each of those contracts. That's nearly $20 million. That's a fourth of what the cap is right now tied into guys who will be in their early 30s. So I, I think that now is the time. You know, we, we always say that it's cliche, uh, but I do think that there is a bit of a window here, two to three years. Uh, Krug coming in really helped that. I thought that that window would close if Petrangelo left, but Doug Armstrong, a great plan B. And so I think the window is now for a couple of years. And then I, I do see some sort of uh, transitioning uh, but I don't think that it's a hard reset. As a follow-up to that, Jr. Then you know, of course, that a lot of that comes through the draft and making sure you stockpile in the minors. And we found, are we new in the off-season? Bill Armstrong moves over to the Arizona Coyotes, and we just found out yesterday Ryan Miller takes over that job. I'm a little curious because you know Ryan better than I do. Is he going to be taking over that draft, or is that still to be determined who's going to be in charge of that? No, definitely not. Uh, he has he uh, become the assistant general manager, which uh, fills the position left by Bill Armstrong when, when Bill went to Arizona, as you touched on. Uh, but Bill had a unique role, not too many in the NHL, where you're uh, in charge of the amateur scouting 
and also you're an assistant GM who, who did some work with the big club. And so uh, what they've done here is uh, Ryan Miller's been promoted to assistant general manager, but he's more of a, a cap guy, a contract guy. That's what he's been doing for the better part of his 10 years with the Blues. Uh, so Doug Armstrong, last I heard on the amateur scouting side is that they would uh, address that in the offseason and, uh, and and make that higher unless they're staying in-house. So two separate roles, and Ryan Miller won't be part of that uh, amateur drafting side. Last question that I had for you, Jr. We've talked a lot about Jordan Cairo this offseason and what's ahead for him in the 2021 season. Do you think it's a foregone conclusion right now that the Blues are going to protect him next offseason, or does he need a big year this year for them to do that? Yeah, I wouldn't say foregone, but I, I think that they will. I think it's a situation where uh, Corey Pronman's touched on it in The Athletic. We we touched on it in the article this morning. You know, the cupboard is pretty bare in terms of prospects. You, you don't know if Clem Costin will hit. You have a, a youngster coming up, Nikita Alexandrov. Uh, there's a couple in the system. Uh, but the Blues don't have many, and they certainly don't have a guy like Cairo with the speed. They've put a little bit of time into him, getting him uh, into the uh, NHL lineup, but I think he's going to need more to show uh, how valuable he could be in the future. But uh, I think that because of uh, not having a lot in the system and because of that speed element that Jordan Cairo brings, you just can't afford to lose a young, cheap guy like that. It doesn't look like the the, the salary cap's going to go up for the next couple years. A guy like Kairou could be a big benefit for you if he's got that talent and doesn't cost you much. Therefore, I think you have to protect him. He's Jeremy Rutherford. You can find his work over on The Athletic. Had a great piece earlier today that we discussed a bit here about what they would do, the Athletics NHL writers would do if they were in charge of the Blues. Again, you can find that over on The Athletic Follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, always appreciate the time, my friend. All the best to you and the family. I will be back. I will be back next week, but uh, we will talk to you then. Happy holidays to you and yours. You guys too. Thanks a lot. <laughs>